perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between So it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
and we can pull you in for your uh, questions or comments. We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, we have several topics, but we want to open up the the platform to you all as well. If something is on your mind, if something is on your chest, something that you would like to, to share with us tonight and with our listeners, please do so. Uh, tonight is sort of an open mic night, and we're interested to, to see what uh, you have to say. Um, special uh, congratulations to a great friend of mine, uh, Mike D'Amelio, uh, who I've taught with for the past six years. He and his wife, um, he was just married uh, this past Saturday. Uh, so congratulations to Mike and Andrea. I believe that they are uh, tuning in. Uh, I, I told Mike that I would give him a, a shout-out tonight. <laughs> and um, so I do think that they uh, did tune in. Uh, so, so thank you guys for being on with us. Um, tonight we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about fatherless children. We're going to talk about women who have sex on the first night. We're going to talk about what should be expected on the first date um, from both sides. Uh, if you are a female, what should you expect uh, from the man on the first date? If you are a man, what, what should you expect from the female? So um, we're going to get into those, uh, those things, and we're going to also talk about um, how athletes are viewed as, as gods. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, those things, and, and and that comes by way of uh, you know the NBA free agency uh, period that uh, is it, still going on, and how you know such a a big uh, deal was made out of uh, certain free agents. So we're gonna get into all of that. Uh, tonight, so please, 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 please share your comments um, and your thoughts with us. Um, so let's let's go back uh, for a second. Um, I asked these questions at the end of last show. I brought them up at the end of last show of the uh, of the last show. We said that we would come back uh, to them, and so we're going to talk about them uh, for a little bit tonight. Um, and that is, um, we tend to give women a bad name if they go out, they meet a guy, they go out, um, on a date and it leads to sex. We tend to want to call them, um, hoes. Um, and then if they wait, 90 days or if they wait until they get married, um, then, you know, we assume that they're going to be, um, you know, this, this perfect woman. So how do you all feel about that? If a, if a woman gives it up on the, on the first night, um, how do you, how do you view her? Do you think that she's a whore? Um, you know, do you look at women differently who, who do have sex on the first night? Why is it that uh, men don't get a bad rap, um, you know, if, if this takes place? So uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I believe that Tammy's on with us now. Tammy, can you hear me? 
Yes, we are forever learning, aren't we? Because I did. I'm sitting <laughs> waiting for you to pull me in, <laughs> and I have to pull myself in. <laughs> yes, and I'll, and I'll I am here. Thank you. Here. <laughs> thank you, thank you for filling in. I could not, for some reason, log on. We've had some some weather here. Actually, I was at a meeting um, in Spire, Memphis, and I want to give a shout out to those guys and ladies and men because it was very, very inspiring. But thought for a moment there we might have to get under tables and things like that because the weather here is bad so when i got here i could not get on so thank you for filling in and just moving no, forward because no i know i told you i didn't be able to sign on so thank you um i do uh have a have an opinion about that and i'm glad you kind of threw men in as well because so often women get the bad rap and it takes two to tango remember we had that show a couple of weeks ago and so even more importantly, or just as important, is it is it okay to give it up on the first date? And if so, are you both, um, should those stipulations come with both? I mean, now we have the 90-day rule. Um, people just adapt to whatever, I feel. If we said, or if someone said, if some famous person probably said 30 days, then somebody would say, okay, 30 days. If they said never, then they'd probably adapt to that. More importantly to me, what, what does your soul say? What does your spirit say? More importantly, are you just falling in and conforming to what everybody else is doing? Because some people believe and want to wait, but because they feel like everybody is doing it, or if I don't, um, he won't, or if I don't, she may think I've heard. On the flip side, guys now just saying, I don't really want sex because it's so out there. I don't have to ask. I don't have to beg for it it's so freely given until it's it's not it, it doesn't even fit me anymore so to speak so when in my opinion when men begin to say that and i've had a number of of just guy friends who who just say i'm just really sick of it it's everywhere and from everybody <laughs> so um there is a problem with that there seriously is a problem i feel that so many so many women um, feel that they are not validated, they are not important, uh, goes right back to the fatherless children because people are missing out on love. People are just simply mm-hmm. missing out on validation from that first love, from that father, so forth. Um, so a lot of things play into that. Me personally, would that would I want that to be me on the first date? Absolutely not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to because it's like, what are you giving? Of each other, so it's it's all in how people look at it. But I'd like to hear what other people have to say about that and and how they feel as well. Great, great topic. This is Rodney's babe. I'm gonna put it back on him, you guys. This is Rodney's topic. <laughs> <laughs> this was on Rodney's well, well, mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you you know I love the controversial uh, topic, but I, I love them uh, maybe because I I you know uh, I like to share my opinion and I like to hear what other people have to say. Um, you know, about about certain things, but I think when it comes to when it, when it comes to dating, and we're going to get into some other things, uh, you know, in, in, in regards to dating, but I think when it comes to dating, I think that whatever you choose to do, uh, you should do it because you want to do it. You shouldn't do it because you feel the pressure. You shouldn't do it because you're trying to fit in. You shouldn't do it because you think that if you don't do it, uh, you know, you know, if you're female or if I don't give it up, then he's going to leave. If you choose to do that, um, then that's totally on you. Uh, if you choose to have sex on the first night, 
then, you know, that is on you. I don't think that giving it up on the first night uh, makes you a whore, just like I don't think um, waiting until your wedding night is, it means, means that you're going to be the perfect wife. I think that, um, I think that, you know, those people, uh, those people who do wait, I think that it gives you an opportunity to get to learn your partner without the physical part of it. Because for some reason, uh, you know, once sex comes into play, um, it kind of uh, changes the relationship, um, you know, and I think that it is much easier for people to learn one another, um, you know, when sex is not involved. Um, but I don't think that it is, um, I don't think that it is something that, you know, if two people decide, I mean, you're grown. So if you decide to have sex, uh, you know, you're, you're an adult, um, you know, you're, you're well aware that, you know, uh, you know, the only way to, to, to be certain that you don't have a baby, uh, the only way to be certain that you don't get a disease is just to, you know, refrain from having sex altogether. Uh, that, that's the 100% birth control. Um, you know, everything else, I mean, you, you just have to understand, you know, you're taking a chance. And if you choose to uh, give it up on the first night, you have to you have to understand that that may be the end of the relationship. You know that may be the end of uh, of your time with that person. So uh, just know what you're getting into uh, before you do it. So um, you know I I had this conversation with someone uh, you know about a year ago. You know when it comes to people living together before they get married. You know I don't. You know, I know people who lived together before they before they got married, and it did not work out. I know people who lived together before they got married, and it did work out. You know, and vice versa. So I think that I think that it's all about the people. Um, you know, and then you know, some people will argue that you know respect comes into play. If a woman if a woman decides to have sex, the guy may not respect her or look at her the same. So just know what you're doing. Um, you know, before you get yourself into to any situation. Hey, Rodney, we have a caller, um, and you remind caller, we're going to bring you in from 678, I believe. So just one second. Rodney, you brought something to my attention. It made me re- remember something a guy told me about uh, just, and this is one of the guys that said, I'm just kind of sick of it. I just I just want to not, not have sex for a while. I just want to let it all go. And he said that, uh, and he's, he's in this um, zone of, have you know experiencing a relationship spirituality just trying to find themselves spiritually and that's one of the things at some point in time i think people come to a crossroad about and he mentioned to me that he found himself asking god why would why would something why would you make something that's so great a sin so wrong and for him what he said he got for him in his prayer time and quiet time is that it's not sex it's what sex keeps you from seeing it's like mm-hmm. and, and what that what that did for him he he reflected more and he said what he learned for himself is that sex allowed him to um kind of disregard some things and that he found himself being with women later on like in relationships with women that were simply kind of based on um they were based on 
the sex is good. He missed some things. He let some things go because possibly the sex is good. I feel a lot of times that's what happens in, in marriages and relationships. They're so based upon sex and the feeling and wanting to be wanting a ring for for women or a man um rather than and not really knowing the work that goes into marriage uh because in my opinion love is going to come and go in different ways and in marriage it's more about a decision a choice i say to do life together to honor god in such a way um that it is it is kind of you become well it is two people becoming one well, nowadays mm-hmm. we have two people who have just kind of hit each other up sexually, caught on, caught along, you know, caught on to some good, few good feelings, and now they think, hey, we could do this. But what happens when, hey, you got life happening and you may not be able to do sex two or three nights in a row because you got to cook dinner, you got to go to work, you got to take kids here, you you lose that doing life, you lose you lose that connection. So. I'd like for, again, you, and we got some people in the chat line that's made some comments as well. We're going to get those. Let's take our caller, um, 678, with the last four digits of 8495. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hey, how you doing? We're good. How are you? Uh, I wanted to comment on the whole thing about the, uh, having sex on the same night. Uh, and I want to also comment on the, on the fact about the guys saying that they're tired of sex. Okay. Sex on the same night. <laughs> this would be good. <laughs> yeah, now having sex now, let's take the biblical side of it first. It's just wrong. By God's standards, it's wrong. You're supposed to wait. All right, so let's go get that out of the way. Let's go get that out of the way. Now we're talking about the flesh now. We're not, we're not going to talk about the spiritual side right now. Pure straight out is wrong on God's side. You're supposed to wait till you're married. We got that. But we're talking about the people, we're talking about the people that are not in church. We're talking about the people that's in the world. So let's, so let's take the world aspect of it. If a woman decides, or a man decides, she want to get her groove on, what's wrong with that? And this is what she saw in that moment. Because if you wait five months, six months, seven months, if you're a hoe, you're a hoe. It don't matter. You still want Then if you're not, you're not. So the time limit does not make you a hoe. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so what is? So are both people a hoe? If they both get it on the first night? Okay. Oh. Well, no, that, that depends. Now, that, that would depend. That depends on, on, on how you define it. Because you have to realize this. I need you to define you want, this for me, sir. Because <laughs> tell me now, if if because this is two people, one Bible, one word, so we need to find another I, word I'm, for I, the man. Right, and I'm right, just I'm with you on that. Now, okay. Now, now, okay, now, those now. I say it now. Now, those I say it now. By God's standards, it's straight out no. You just say out wrong. I okay. said that up front. So we're talking about, but we're talking about, we're talking about the worldly people. We're not talking about people in the church. So therefore, you don't can't expect them to act like act like church folks. They don't go by the same rules. See, so so you have to look at that because with church folks, it's just totally wrong. But we got people that are ignorant, either ignorant of the word, they're not a word, or just ignore the word. They're they're not even worried about the word. So therefore, you have to categorize, you categorize them totally different. It's still wrong. Now, how do you categorize them in a, in, a, in a category of being wrong? That's what you're talking about now. So, so do you define them as wrong? Oh. Wrong, you just wrong, or wrong man, though. It depends. <laughs> or who you talking to? Because either way it goes, it's still wrong. But it's how you categorize them in that wrong category and what they fit into. Now, if a woman decides to come up to a man and say, hey, look, baby, you know, I feel good tonight. You know, I kind of like what you got going on. And she waits six months. Does that make her a better woman than a woman that waits the same night? It's still sex. You still ain't married. You still have sex without being married, so you're still wrong. So it doesn't make you a hoe. 
It's between them two. Because I'm not the I can't judge them two on, on how to classify a hoe. Because what I decide is a hoe, uh, excuse their language, but they might not decide this, they might not decide it's not what it was it. Because I'm not of the world. They are. So their category is different. Now, the man is they tired of sex. Let him be approached by a woman that's been off him sex and see how tired of sex he really is. Let him roll with that woman because I, 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 I kick with God. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm tired of sex. I just, I just really, you know, I just want a woman that's going to be just so deep into thought. They want to just, just like really talking to me. And then as soon as they want to open legs, all they just went out the window. Because see, most guys. Okay, let me ask you this. You're, you both are guys. You both are men. Okay. Yeah. In your opinion, do, do men think less of women who have sex on the first night? Or even thirty to in first few weeks. You know, okay. if, if you had an opinion, what what would you say? All right, okay. My opinion is this: I already know when I meet a woman, what my what my pretty impression her already is. I don't spoke that. I don't address it. I don't look at it. I don't talk about it. I don't had a conversation with her before she even talked to me. When she first smiled at me, I don't had the probably the first six months already planned out in my mind on what I want to do with her. Either go be a relationship or sex, one or two. Mm. Would you say most men? Most, that's the. Would you say that that's the majority of men, for the most part? I would part? say most men, because if, 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 if I'm wrong, guys, let me know. But when, when when we walk by a woman, and if she smiles at us, that's all it takes for us is a smile. We don't need much else to go for it. We it's like I'm gonna make you smile. She want me. She want me. It's all we need. It's just like let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Well, it's well, us. This 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 our mentality. This our thought process. Now with a woman that we want, that's all over category. So we don't really know what we wanted until we actually got it. And at that point, we start planning from that point. Cause see, we we talk this good game. Yeah, I want an educated woman. I want her to look like this. I want her to look like that. But as soon as they want to open their legs, all it goes, all it, all that other stuff goes. goes it's the second thought. Cause we all get into mixed up in it. And especially if she's fine, that whole sex thing come back into play. And all also goes out the women, then we get done like, oh, now she needs to know that. Now I'm going to have to go back to what I said again, keep on telling the same lie. Now, when, now we meet, when we meet that, that one, that one, that changes everything. That's when you have to have a conversation with that man. Did you meet that one, or are you still meeting a whole bunch of ones? And right there, if I'm wrong, let me know. Well, well here, here, here's, what I, here's, here's what I think. Um, I think that there are... Uh, I think that there are men who look at women differently, um, Sammy, um, who, who who do give it up on the first night. And I think that there are some men who don't judge. I think, you know, it, it, it just depends on the person. I will say this, though. We call women hoes, but if a guy does it, the guy is considered a player. And right, right. If, if, if you are a player, you don't care when she gives it up, you just care that she does give it up at some point. Whether you know, and I agree with Corey. You know, when when you first uh, when you see a woman that you are attracted to, um, men we're so physical that if we see a woman that we're attracted to, um, and and that's where our mind is at that at that time. You know, uh, you know, there are men who look at women and you know, oh, she's she's a nice looking woman, and he keeps her moving. But there are men who look at uh, women and automatically that woman becomes naked in his mind. He's already undressed her and he's thinking about everything that he wants to do to her or, or with her. Um, but but I, I do want to go ahead and throw this in there. If a guy is a player um, and he's attracted to a, a female, um, 
and he really wants to have sex with her uh, for whatever reason, that guy will be patient. He doesn't have to get her on the first night because you can tell him, you know, you're not, uh, you know, you're not having sex for however long or, you know, you're not giving it up or, or whatever the case may be, and that guy will be patient. That guy will be patient because if he's a player, guess what? You don't have to give it to him because he's getting from other females anyway. And so, you know, the fact that you 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 got this ninety day rule, he's cool with it because you know he he just because when he needs to go when he needs to go get his rocks off, you know, he just won't call you. And when you eventually do get up, usually, uh, you know, when that happens, ninety days, two years, whatever the case may be, after that, it's over. You know, so maybe someone should create the ring rule and not the ninety day rule of the, the ring rule. That means you don't get it until you get the ring. What you what you think well, see, Steve I, I, Harvey will come out with the ring rule? No, that, that's you a think, joke. You think women will follow it? No, I no, mean really. Like do you this. think? I know, no, no. I'm, I'm being, I'm being a I'm as a guy. That's a joke. Because see, it's like this. If I want you, if I, like he said, if I want you, I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to get you. And then, but including give the, the, the ring and, and walk down the aisle. It, it don't matter because I'm, 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 I'm already planning my, my exit strategy already. That's what women have to realize. When a man wants you to see when men like certain, when a man want a woman for sex and only sex or just, a, he, he only wants certain body parts. See, we get attracted to body parts. It might be your feet. It can be your hands. It can be the way you walk. It ain't, it ain't nothing to do with your birthday. We ain't had the conversation with you yet. See, we ain't had none of that conversation with you. We had all other conversations but that one. We look at the feet. We look at the hands. Eyes. See, it's something about you that we like. And that's what we're attracted to that one part. That's what we do. But it's also something about you that I don't like. That could be my exit strategy. I'm, I'm going to zone in on that one thing I don't like. So when, I, when I decide to get rid of you, it's going to become so, 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 so gigantic to me, I can't live with it. So it's going to be my way out. So it might be that ring. You might say, girl, you know, you got to put a ring on it. Yeah, I'm going to put a ring on it, but you just don't know that ring goes on me to leave you. So what, so what a woman needs to do, she really want, what she really needs to do is sit down with a man and then have a conversation with him, and, and she, needs to, she needs to control that conversation. Don't let him control it. But once she let him control it, oh, she, it's all off game. She needs, to let, she needs to control the conversation, and that's what she want to find out and get the answers she wants and then watch the actions. Watch his actions on his words. And then come back, sometimes they come back two weeks later, ask the exact same question, just in a slightly different way so you can get the same answer. Okay, I have a. I want to read. I want don't go anywhere because I want. I have a question for both of you, but I want to read the uh, read our comment in the chat line, and I won't give any names unless you tell me to. But this is what we have, and from a uh, listener in the chat line. First, thank you, sir. And I'm thinking he's saying because it's a guy. Thank you, Rodney, for bringing up this topic and this subject. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, there is a double standard on this topic in our society. It comes down to what you want for yourself and respect you have for yourself and your partner. If you are trying to build a relationship, sex should not be what drives things. Let's get serious. There are some church folk who at one way who are who are, who are one way at church and another in real life. Um, and that's that's so true. Something's going on with this. Okay. Um I wanna ask both of you and the men, men who are listening. For our chat listeners, well, let's say you find out, let's just pretend if you don't have a daughter, you find out that your daughter is having sex on the first on first dates. Let's say you find out that maybe she did it twice, two, three times. What's your conversation to your daughter? What are your thoughts about your daughter? 
Good question. Now I want the caller to go first. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm having to mess with. This is our frequent call. I'm messing with you. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I can go first. I don't, I, I don't mind. I can go first. Um, I think it's a great question. Um, I, I am, yes. So, yes, go first, remember? I, I, you know, house, house etiquette, remember? I'm against yeah, Hey. Knock yourself out. <laughs> it, you know, it, it's weird that you ask that because I have a daughter. I, I have my daughter now. She's uh, 19. And we, we had this conversation early on in her, in her life, early on. I, uh, had to, I had to kind of, I had to actually look at myself, and I, have to actually have, I actually have to have a conversation with her about me. And she didn't know it, but we was having a conversation about me. And this is what you don't want to do. This is how a man's going to look at you. And I have to reconfirm all of that. Well, you know, when a guy comes to you, this is what he's going to say. This is, this is how he's going to react. And then I need for you to do this. And then you have to train them on what to look for. Then at that point, you have to go back and say, okay, now, I need to start watching her, 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 her actions around guys. Because I had to look at my daughter a couple of times, you know, trying to switch a little too hard in front of guys. And they had to pull the switch out, you know. But at the same time, I had to reconfirm my love to her to let her know, hey, you know, I love you, you know, you're beautiful. Okay, but how do you feel? But see, because I, I, I hear you, but my question was, <laughs> you, thought, you found this out. You know this now. How? What are your oh. thoughts when it becomes your daughter who who has had sex um, one or two times on the first night, first date?
because I'm not a judgmental person, regardless of who it is, I don't I don't know how I I would feel if I found out that that was the case. But the conversation that I would that I would have with her, um, it would start off uh, just with protection, uh, because you know I can't I can't stop her from having sex, um, you know. So you know it would start off with you know protection. Then too, it, it, the conversation would you know would then transition into respect for, for, for herself and just to let her know, uh, you know, this is how this person could be viewing you. This is, you know, you know, what do you, what do you want out of, out of a relationship? What is, what is it that you're looking for? Um, because she could be, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I would have to figure out where her head is and why she thinks it is okay. And then, you know, I would just try to educate her on um, what she's doing, on having sex. Um, but I don't know how I would feel about it, uh, just because I know that I'm not a judgmental person. But at the same time, it is it is my daughter, and and, and I was going to bring up the the hypocritical part. You know, men will do um, you know any and everything to women. Uh, we will dog women out. We will talk to them any kind of way. There are men who who hit their women, men dog, you know, cheat on women and, and, and everything and could care less, don't have a conscience about it, but you better not treat their sister that way. You better not treat their daughter that way. You better not treat their mother that way. Um, but I, I, I do think that it is a double standard, and, and it is something that, you know, I always tell my students, um, people say treat others how you want to be treated, but I tell my students, Treat. I, I, I always tell them: think of the 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 woman who is closest to you. For most people, it is their mother. So, when, when whenever you are uh, in a position where you have to to deal with other people, treat people how you would want them to treat your mother. If you wouldn't want your mother to be treated a certain way, then guess what? You shouldn't treat other people that, that way. And that and, you know, that's you know just what? I look at it. And, and I think it's, it's, it's for the, our listeners, more important, in, in my opinion, it's not your when, it's your why. If you could figure out why, in most cases, why am I here? Because there, we, we could sit here and talk all night about this, but there are some people who had sex on the first night, got married, and lived a happy life. Mm-hmm. There are some people, of course, who, who had sex on the first night, got up and thought they had met Mr. Wright, and he was gone before they woke up. Or she, mm-hmm. vice versa. All right. So, to me, it's more important for you to figure out your why. And if and when, and if you have, and if and when, what was going on in your mind at that time? Did you do it based off of peer pressure, emotions, some feeling some kind of way of rejection, whatever it is? So, more importantly, we could focus on the when. But if we break it down, there's some wins that have made a ha, have come together and had a happy life, in spite of it being uh, biblical, spiritually wrong, and, and so all that. What's your why? Particularly if this is um, this is something you do often. What's your why? And if we could deal with that, we probably could could get past past some of that. Um, and more importantly, if it's if you're gonna do it, go back to what Rodney said. Use protection because you never know 
and 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 if we can squeeze back to the fatherless children we we're not taking time to 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 really figure out men or women who is this now i remember, remember telling brandon this in the sixth grade you you i've said this on the show before you the life of the party this the finest girl at the party wants to get with you you looking straight at her face and her body but she could be plum hell to deal with now you get with her she has your baby and my grandbaby we got a problem we have a problem <laughs> really i mean really we have a problem because i would be that grandmother i i, I would be that grandmother somebody either going to disappear or y'all going to do right it's simple to me, and that's what needs to happen. Because once you are a mother, you are a grandmother, you are a great grandmother, father, you are a grandfather. It does not stop. It's just that we don't want to play our role. We get, we step into these roles. We have no idea what sex is about, what it brings. It's emotional. It it brings so much on. But because we're looking for something else, and that's why I said not your when, but your why. What is your why? Just like, why do you go into the burning building? Richie Mar, you're hitting it right on the nail. That's excellent. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. But in the heat of the moment, my why don't matter. That's when I was out there. I'm married now. But when I I was out there doing my thing, the why didn't matter. I deal with consequences later. (laughs) It was, you know, that's the way most of us think, especially (laughs) when in high school. You know, (laughs) you know, and just keep it, just keep it real. You know, that's what it comes down to, you know, you know, in your mind, like, oh, she's fine. Then my dude see me with her, oh, my God, it's burning points. You know what I'm saying? You're calculating all the good things. You, you ain't worried about the bad things because you, you, your mind's on the extra strategy already anyway. All you want to do is get, them, get what you got to get and keep on moving. And because we haven't been taught that other side of that thing, it's, it's not being taught, it's not being shared, it's not being, it's not being shared. And it's, it's not being seen right? either. You don't see, right. you don't see people not. coming together. Um, being respectful of one one another, uh, getting married, having a life together, raising children together. Again, in that perspective role, we we will we will marry and no and feel okay with not with divorcing a week later. But even the idea of pe- people don't look at sex as a, a way to marry, a door to marriage. Not saying that they should, but because you think about it again, not even let's say ninety days. If you, if every guy or woman you met, you did the ninety day rule within one year, how many partners have you had in that one year? Think about that. So even right. with the ninety day rule, I wonder how many ninety days have been successful. <laughs> <laughs> but again, everybody has this now. Now I won't say everybody. Many people have adapted, especially women, okay, 90 days is okay. But who said that? And believe me, I love some Steve Harvey. Believe me, I, I love Steve Harvey. But we look over, because our caller said when he called in, spiritually it's wrong. And then our chat, the person in the chat room said, you have some people going to church, they're one way and they're, they're some, another way outside. But why is it that somebody, a star, and Rodney is going to talk about that tonight too, why is it that someone who we've put in this high seat can come up with a 90-day rule that we can follow, but we can't go back to the verses, the scriptures of the place that we go to every Sunday and Wednesday or whatever and say that we're following. 
And I'm just asking questions. Would, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm just just putting these out there. I I would say it goes back to the kind of the radio show you had before was a poor pimp. They're, they're not teaching these type of things to sustain family. It's weird because like I, I've been on my wife. Me and my wife have a 19 year old daughter together, and we we all, we all been married for three years. When we right when we got married. I mean, we hadn't dated for like years and years and years and years and years. But when we finally decided to get married, she told me I had to wait. And I ain't been with this woman in some years. I'm like, oh, now we already got to do it together. And you want me to wait? You, seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. If you want to marry me, you go wait. <laughs> you know, we're not going to live together. We're not going to sleep together. You come over and see me, and you got to be gone by nine. And we're going to talk about everything that could be concerning our marriage. And we had, we, we sit down and set a rules of what we really want with night itself. And that's what we had to do before we got married. And it worked out fine. Now, this is one I got, I got a, I already got a 19 year old daughter with that I've been doing all my life. So tell me, just imagine how I feel. <laughs> she's like, I got to wait. I can't, I got to leave that time. Are you serious? But it, it made the relationship stronger. We had things to talk about. We, we had to get a chance to know each other. And it, and it wasn't because she made me wait, it was because we, had, we, had, we actually had conversations about us, who we are, what do we like now, what, what, you know, what do I want to watch. You know, what, what I really want to accept, those types of things. Okay. All right. Well, we have another caller, you guys, um, and then I, I want to hear everybody's opinions, too, about, uh, because I, I really do feel our children, especially our women, being without fathers and, and without their first love are deeply deeply affected now i'm not saying that uh, people women who grow up with a father and a mother in the home don't make some of the same choices again not a standard rule i'm just going by what i see and hear and my opinion of of this so i would like for you guys to to um elaborate on elaborate more on that as well because one of the topics was about fatherless children and the effects of that um in our youth and because a lot of our young girls don't feel loved and validated, and, and believe it or not, at age 16, sometimes even sooner, they have had multiple partners, multiple partners, multiple. Mm-hmm. And I feel a, a, a major, the majority of that is because there's such a lack of, of validation and love from that father figure. So women, when we're making this, this, these decisions to lay down with men that we have – have no clue if they're what type of man they are, what type of values they have. How how could we possibly know what type of father they would be? And take it a little bit deeper. We we get with men who have children galore that they're not taking care of when you meet them. And we talked about this, I believe, on the same show, uh, Two to Tango. Uh, they have children that they're not taking care of when you meet them. But for some reason, you think, but 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 my baby, or what's between my legs, are different. Really, that is different. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, really, seriously. And again, you guys, I'm, we're gonna keep this real tonight. Keep it real because it's time. It's time to stop playing with this. It's time to stop playing sugarcoating things that people need to hear. It's time to snatch the crutches from under people that have two broken legs. They need to fall down. We need to fall down. We go to church. We hear it sugarcoated. We c- come around our friends. They don't say, you're being a fool. Really, they need to say, excuse me, you being a damn fool. We don't say that to each other. <laughs> I need to hear that if I'm being that. Don't don't let me stay in my mess. 
Don't let me stay there. And if I let you stay in yours, I don't really care about you. I don't love you. We're, we hide behind the truth. Again, what's your why? We brought up the scenario of the building's on fire. Do you go in? Now you find out your children are in the building. Yeah, you go in because your kids are in there. Well, we, parents will do that, whereas now you got some, they're going to stay out, let you go in. So what's your why? You figure that out in your life and get it together. Then if you lay down on the first night, it's because you wanted to. You made a you made a conscious decision to, understanding all the repercussions of it. But when you do it because your friends are doing it or because you think time is running out and this might be the one that puts that ring on your finger or vice versa, then then you need to figure out why and sit down. So any comments, guys? I think that I, I think that um I, Oh, I didn't know the Corey was still on with us. <laughs> I'll be here. You, you, you are the guest, Corey. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, we no, got I, another I, caller too. So after Corey, we're bringing up another caller. No, All right, no, so we'll, we'll let Corey go ahead so we can bring in the other caller. No, go ahead, Corey. Then we'll 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 bring the caller in. Go ahead because we want to hear we want to hear it from both sides. So we'll. Go ahead and say what you had to say about that, and we'll bring in our next caller. No, you know I'm 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 actually typing in the in the um, on the Facebook now. Are you on point tonight? I'm like you, you hitting on the head. Okay. okay, well you hang on then, and we'll bring our caller in because maybe the caller will get something, give us some more to go off of. Okay, go ahead. And remember, you guys, if you're listening, um, just select the number one, and we'll pull you in queue by providing your area code that you're calling from and the last four digits. So if you're listening out there, just select the number one. If you want us to pull you in, we'll do so. If you're on the chat line, uh, you can put your information there. If you're listening through the Facebook event site, you can post your chat, your, your information there. Um, Rodney, are you out there? Are you looking? Because I have not looked at Facebook. Are you out there on Facebook? I am on Facebook, or, yes. Okay, okay, and I'll get out there too a little bit here. Okay, so let me pull in our caller from 901 with the last four digits of 7764. Call you're on the air with us. Hey, guys. This is Sherilyn. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Rodney. Hi. How hey, are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I actually um, snuck onto the page and uploaded a photo and a comment, which Rodney saw, but I don't think you've had a chance to see yet, Tammy. But I wanted to just share a little snippet, if I could, I personally was trying to understand something better in terms of relationship stuff, and I at one point was uh, Googling uh, just the what happens when a person falls in love kind of a thing, and I found this information, and it basically supported, and I don't know where Steve Harvey got his information from, but I do know that I found, and this was several years ago and I held on to it, that, you know, when you meet someone and you're physically attracted to them, um, your body begins to produce certain chemicals in larger amounts. And what happens is over that 90 days or so, and it's less or more for some people, and it does vary based on your current chemical makeup because I may have more estrogen than another female and be higher, high strung, if you will, um, compared to some other females. But in that 90-day period or so, it's intended for a bond to take place, for the relationship to be able to sustain itself. So a lot of times when people feel that initial surge of chemical, that lust is the prominent thing, that's what that one-night stand is. 
And so because they don't give it an opportunity to build to more, and I think some people have more of a tendency to respond to that uh, animalistic urge rather than to think through, you know, what they want. As you said, you were making some great points about just looking at what you're getting. Because usually, and I think you said this on the conversation last week, and we may have both read the same uh, information at some point, you can generally found, find out everything you need to know about a person's character in about 15 minutes of conversation. And with that, with that. Are, we choosing, are we choosing to ignore the signs because there's a physical urge that we're having that we need to satisfy? Or are we in such a state of desperation, like you talked about the fatherless situation or the women who are not being supported? I I, I think it's both. I think absolutely both because we're, we're, and I'm going to speak for for my opinion of what women are doing. We're so desperate. We're so desperate to have any kind of man, whether we got to take care of them, um, whatever it is, we're so desperate and we feel that society We're something or somebody, according to society, if we have a ring on our finger and a man that walks through the door. Whatever happens when he's after that ring and and when he gets in this house, I can fake that. But as long as you guys think that someone has said, I do to me, in whatever shape, form, or fashion, in most cases they don't have to say, I do, just move in. Because this means something according to the world. So I, I think you're right on point with that. And I'm, I did just find, look on out here at Facebook, and I saw your posting. Uh, great, great point. I do feel that we sometimes meet people. I speak for myself. We meet people, and there's a certain attraction for whatever reason there. Forget about the 90 days. There, there's some people that I've met that, that I feel physically, emotionally, sexually attracted to. Just, just the way it is, and and so I hope I'm not the only one. But there has been, and there there is. I'm sure there will be more. But I have to make a conscious decision to say, in spite of all this, in spite of this, who are you? Who are you? Because well, the sex might be good. We might have the the a life, a night of our lives, lives, best night of our lives. But if you are not what I want when I wake up in the morning, then what have I just done? What mark will you leave on me? What mark will I leave on you? And, Tammy, I totally agree, and I can relate to your experience. I met a gentleman one one evening. I was invited to a couple's, you know, gathering, mixed match kind of a thing and was so physically attracted to this gentleman. I mean, he, you know, was all the stuff outwardly, but I could not invest emotionally in that because I would have ended up in his bed. I literally had to excuse myself from the whole situation and go go. home. I just, I couldn't be around I literally, because I would have made a bad decision. And when he said to me, well, let me go tell the fellas, I'm going to walk you out to your car. When he walked to the left, I walked to the right, got my purse, (laughs) and went out the front door. I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm not lying. I'm simply saying, when someone has that much pull on you sexually or, you know, in that attractive piece, you have to be wise enough to say, I can't do this. And because right. I have good, healthy boundaries and I want to be in a lasting, loving relationship, I'm going to need to take my exit now. Because I may not have a chance later. I'm going to protect yeah, I'm going to protect me from me because I know me, and this will be a whole lot of fun for me, and I'm not doing it. So I'm, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> and he, you know, I ran into him some years later, 
And he said, I cannot believe you just ran away. I said, well, I can't. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I think I think I think that's a great point, and I think that is something that that uh, that everyone needs to hear, both male and female, because I think uh, sometimes we we allow ourselves to forget that we are human, and because you know society is going to look at us a certain way, or the people closest to us, whether they be our family, friends, colleagues, or whoever, uh, we we kind of assume, you know, what they're going to say about our words or our actions. And so, you know, we try to, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not this way, but, you know, you are that way. <laughs> you know, and so we, we are a certain way. You don't have to go and broadcast to the world, you know, um, what's on your mind. You know, something, you know, we, we do need to keep to ourselves or, or, you know, be careful about it. But I think that what you just said, though, I think that, that's very honest, and it should be refreshing for for, for those who are listening tonight, um, because we we do have those desires. Um, again, it's it's about what you choose to do um, about them. Wow, great! I love the picture, um, the information that Sherilyn shared. I shared it on my page. So for those of you who are on my page, or um, let's see. Rodney's or Cheryl, you can you can find Sherilyn as well. But that's a that's that's really good information because maybe we need to do a show on that because sometimes you don't really understand feelings. I, I mean, there there are times when you just don't understand and you're not in an emotional state. It goes back to your why. We have to figure out what's going on with us inside, I, ignoring it, walking on those crutches, looking for someone to. A, a, just make you feel good through your stuff. Someone to 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 not tell you when you stink is is you know or just just people could be right in your face and this no this is kind of off the wall here but they can see that you have something in your nose and they won't tell you. I mean that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, so why we've or how we've gotten here? Who knows? But it's time to get out of it. Let's keep it real. So I'm I'm thank you to Sherilyn. Didn't let me stay out there by myself. Thank God I'm not the only female who has said, Lord, help me here. <laughs> Seriously. So, I mean, but let's just keep it real. So that's a great, great um, example that you shared, and thank you. And I've shared it on my page, and I'll share it on yours, Rodney, as well, because I know some of your friends are on as well and that are on your page. Yeah, I shared it on my page. Okay, okay great, great. And, and, and I want to add, I want to add this real quick, uh, Tammy. Um, I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia, right? And and, and I got uh, I got married when I was 22, and, and by the time I was 25, I was divorced. And while I was going through the divorce, um, right before I moved uh, to Northern Virginia, my dad and I were having a conversation um, uh, uh, Christmas, and. He said, the only thing that you need to be concerned with now is just enjoying your life. And when the, when the right person comes along, he was like, you, you, you'll know it. You won't have to force anything. You'll know. But for right now, he was like, you know, just enjoy your life. And then he went on to tell me about a, a guy that he knows. And he said that this, this guy dated uh, his wife for one week. They dated for one week, and then they got married, and they've been married over 50 years. So 
you know, I, I think that, you know, those stories are rare. But at the same time, I think that, you know, that's why it all goes back to the people. Uh, the people, the, the two people who decide to lay down with each other, whether it's the first date, whether it's the 50th date, who are those people? Are they hosts? Are they players? Are they, you know, um, are, are they good husbands and wives? We, we don't know. That is, that is a question that everyone has to uh, ask themselves and be able to answer for themselves. Um, I don't think the situation, just like thing else, the situation doesn't make you anything. Uh, you know, I hear people all the time, well, uh, why is it that these athletes, you know, they're multimillionaires. Why is it that, you know, they, they keep making these bad decisions? Why they why do they keep getting arrested? Why, you know, if you're an idiot before you get a million dollars, guess what? You're not going to become uh, somebody different just because you have a million dollars. You're just an idiot with a million dollars yeah. now. So, right. you know, so who we are is who we are. Situations don't make people. People you know, Rodney, it will show becomes... who they are in a situation. I really, really want people to hear this. It it becomes a choice. You have to make a choice and know what you want. Do you want a family? Do you want to be a man or a woman and be play your perspective role? Do you want to raise your children together? Do you want a family that grows together? And And are you willing to work at that? Because there are some people... There's some people who who get themselves in situations, but they, that's really not who they are and what they want. And if that's mm-hmm. not, hey, don't 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 play the game. Tell the person. Now here's here's where that flip side comes. A lot of men will tell women, hey, this ain't what I want, and they mm-hmm. they will not leave. They will not they will not go. They hear that, but somehow again. I'm different. What I have is different. I can do this. So <laughs> I can change, I can change him. <laughs> right, exactly. So it you got you got to figure out if you have selected someone who is going to be willing to make that choice. And first of all, is that really what he or she wants? Because mm-hmm. Love is going to come and go. People can people can say that you know you could be married forty, fifty years. The the most one of the most powerful statements I heard from a married couple is, "We never fell out of love at the same time. We never mm. allowed ourselves to fall out of love at the same time because to do life with someone every day." That could be pure hell. I'm serious because we all have our stuff. We have our own emotions. You got to be willing to share and do life together. This is what I want. You are who I am choosing to do life with. Regardless if you slept together on the first night or after you got married. If you don't have that tenacity and that and made the choice that this is who I'm choosing to do life with, this is who I'm choosing, who I want to be the father of my kids or the mother of my kids, then you you have lost the battle already. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think you're very quiet. I know you said me. I thought he had, 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 had uh, kicked me off. 
No. And I wasn't sure if I was still on or not, so I just got quiet. No. When we mute you out, it'll say it'll tell you that you've been unmuted. So oh, okay. or, or muted, I'm sorry. Oh. So yeah. So the lines are well, open I, and, and we still have you guys in. Okay. Well I wanted I, I was, to say this in in kind of in kind of in conjunction with uh your confirmation, Tammy, of, you know, it is a bit of both and we need to you know, we talked a lot last time on the show about accountability and being intentional. I think that we have fallen into so many default relationships. Well, you know, I don't have anything better to do or even to the to the women this new a class of of working woman, if you will, who's not interested in, you know, having a husband. She just wants a, a man to take care of her needs occasionally. And that's created a whole nother monster, if you will, because a lot of men think that well, women who are financially stable, career-oriented, that they're not looking for a long-term relationship. And that's not true. I think that we have been put in positions where we've often had to choose, you know, the relationship or the career, the family or the career, you know, those kinds of things. And I'm not excusing the behavior. I'm just simply saying there's a whole other beast out there that isn't a one-night stand. It's a long-term, uh, what, what you call it, booty call. It's just, you know, an ongoing <laughs> You got me, I got you, but it ain't going nowhere. And so I guess there's some residue from, you know, if we want to call it that whole one-night stand where, you know, she wakes up and he's already slipped out the front door or where she kind of is lending to his ill behavior um, by allowing him to, you know, a lot of women these days are dating married men. They just don't want the commitment of a relationship or the work, if you will, of a relationship, but they want the benefits. He's still spending money on her. He's still taking her out from time to time. They take trips together. You know, they're doing couple stuff, but it's not a relationship. So I have some friends who are fully engaged in those kinds of relationships, and I'm just kind of like she never has to cook, tend to him, you know, or be attentive or nurturing. It's just a an arrangement that they have, but it's not a commitment, and there is a difference. Hmm. Wow. I, I mean, I find that more saddening than the one-night stand. If you're going to just hit it and quit it, then there's no – nobody's confused. Okay. You know, everybody knows what that was. <laughs> but these relationships to me are detrimental to families because in the event that she has multiple partners and she's you – no, know, I, I don't know what those situations are really like because, you know, they're never completely honest about them. But they got a main man – certain things, and then they got some other stuff going on. And I'm just kind of like, if the man has a family and he loves his wife, but he just needs a little something extra that his wife is either unable due to sickness or situation or whatever, that loving home commitment, has, something has happened to it. But over here you've got this situation, I'm just call it that, um, where she's providing that particular need, but she has no intention. She ain't trying to take you from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she's not trying to get uh, involved in her own situation or, or relationship because she's building her career. She's trying to be the next, you know, doctor or lawyer, you know, whatever, so young and vibrant and doing all the things. But that's the that's the situation that really kind of makes my heart hurt. I wonder if that's that young lady who was so driven that she was an overachiever, but her life she never set any standards or boundaries for Relationship, or maybe she feels she doesn't qualify. I, 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 I can touch on that. Okay. I can touch on that. Okay. Go ahead. We're here. We're here. Uh, okay. Now, hey, 
well, I think I think the conversation we're having is two different conversations. We look at the people that, that we assume that should know better, and we look at the ones that don't know better, and the ones that know exactly what they're doing. Because a lot of people build teams. When you're out there in the world, if you, if you look at a lot of people, they build teams. And that's the easiest way to get a, that we build a, a, a person out of a bunch of people. Uh, when I was out there in the world, that's what I would do. I had one before a conversation. I had one for sex. I had one to help me with bills. I had one that would, that would help me clean my apartment. We People build teams. That's what they do now. They build a team. And they, everybody serves a purpose within that team. And most people within that team know about each other. It, it, so they know, they know their role. They know their place. They know exactly what they're doing. And that's when you see, when you see a lot of these, these people that go around having multiple partners, they're not necessarily sleeping with them, but they know they, their team is built. And when a person builds a team, that's what they're doing. They build this ideal person they want. So they can't get it from one person. They get a group of people. They have certain attributes, and they build this one, this one magnificent person. And it fits in it, in it, in it works for them. I know a lot of people that does it. I know a lot of females that does it these days. A lot of them. They'll tell you, I'm building my, this is my team. This is, this is my man. And his, the hell man has a bunch of names. And I, I do agree, it, it is a sad thing, but that's what they do. And that's how they can get along and cope. Because what happens is a lot of times, well, a lot of these women, they've been hurt so much by, by, by what we call waiting, and they don't know how to deal with the, with the being dumped part. They don't know how to deal with being let down again. So, therefore, they're going to build a team where they can control the situation, and, therefore, they don't have to worry about being hurt as much because they're controlling the situation. And when you talk to a lot of young guys, they'll tell you about it. That's all it is. It's just it's a team concept. And as, as we start talking about this conversation, we need to really look at who are we really trying, who are we really talking about as far as having these situations. Is it the real people that are just in church that have the same mind, or the people that still out in the streets that are actually trying to figure their way out? Because a lot of times, even with the guys, we don't, we've never been taught how to be a man. We haven't touched upon that part yet either. Is that you know? Do we really know how to be a man? What is a man? And what's constitutes us actually being classified in that category as being a man from a woman? Because I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know until I got married. What a man will. But you still had coming from some of the things that you've you've named a few things that you were out there in that world. You had to to make a decision to be that man, to be that father, to be that husband, to be that man of God. Right. It becomes a choice, right. and right. that's the what people are really missing. People because if sex, it's it's like we talk about the famous people. If if money was it, if sex was it, if things were it, if fame fame was it, then those people who so-called make it, according to society's rule of making it, wouldn't they have life in its hand? Wouldn't they be the happiest people in the world? So it comes back to, is sex it? Is sex is sex is it? Is sex it? Absolutely not, because there are more people today having sex than ever, including our teenagers, boys and girls. So if whether it's the first night or 90 days later or after after um, marrying. So is it really about sex? Is it really about looks? I'll go back to Halle well, Berry. I think Halle Berry is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Beautiful women. Can't keep a man. Look at her. Look, she can't keep a man. She's, she's and not talking about her. I'm just using her life as an example. If sex was it, we could pick a man and, and, and do the same thing. If sex, money, looks, if all those things made up a family, a marriage, whatever you call it, a relationship, 
then people should be okay. And, and I don't even want – we've talked about the church. Let's not even get in the church because I think there are more women and men and pastors in the church having sex, married and unmarried. With each other? In, in the world. <laughs> I mean, really, there are more – so we, we church, we could just eliminate church because church has become a social hour, in my opinion. People are going to church <laughs> to look like they're living the life, but I tell you – if there, that was going to be my other topic. We're not going to get there because I didn't have a chance to post it. With all, every church coming up on every corner, they are filled to capacity. We letting, we are letting those same women that we're talking about tonight, I'm going to step on some toes, they go in church probably in clothes that some clubs will say, you can't come in here with that on. I'm serious. It's ridiculous. And what we say, well, we can't judge them. Well, if you've been coming to this same church, you ain't just walking off the street. You coming here as sister, daddy, whatever. We calling you sister. You on usher boy. You doing something? Oh yes, I can. I can. I can tell you need to go back to the house because here got my little girl looking at you over here. Here is the lady that's coming off the street looking at you, and you look no different than her. But you've been serving God twenty years and seeking. I had to get to a point in my own life. So we talk about church. It's a whole other subject. I had to get to a point in my life, either I'm doing this wrong or God's word is a lie. And guess what? I knew God's word was not a lie because it had shown itself to me more than enough times. So guess who it was? I was playing with God, with myself, with the word. That's why I say it's time out to, to sugarcoat and keep playing on religion and saying we're doing one thing and we're and we're doing another. Because it will get you nowhere. It got me nowhere. I'm okay, if you're doing it. Yes, it will. <laughs> so I want to flip it a little bit. Right, you, you, you're there. Right now, are you there? I'm sorry. I was going to tell yes, something to Rodney. This is Sherilyn. Okay. Hey, Rodney, okay. you said earlier um, one of the statements that you made, and I actually find humor in it now because I actually I want to share a little story. One of the things that you said uh, was, you know, we good and grown, and, you know, we can do this and we can do that. Uh, one of the funniest stories of me walking away from a relationship, too, was that, you know, I thought a safe place to be was dating a pastor. And uh, in that, you know, I was explaining to him that I was abstaining and everything. And he was like, well, baby, we grown. And I said, well, I will never be that grown because you're not my accountability partner, apparently. So we can't walk <laughs> together because we don't agree. And I thought it would be a good, healthy relationship for me to be in. But that whole, yeah, we grown, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but what it says to me is that the rules can change depending on the situation. Like if you think I'm going to keep your secrets, or if I'm a safe place for you to go, you know, you know, we grown and we can do whatever we want to do. But when we hold each other accountable, that sh- that it shouldn't come out quite like, you know, we grown. Yeah, being grown. I, I mean, your 18 year old is grown, but do you want him to be having sex with everybody on the planet? You know. <laughs> so at some point, there needs to be some sort of internal control that says, I really want to live a healthy, long life. I really want to have passion and love and, and, and longevity in my relationship, uh, not mediocrity. And so it's something I need to sacrifice now so that I can have some of that stuff, you know, long term. So I guess I ain't grown is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I ain't grown yet. Because I don't just do whatever I feel like I should. You are. 
That's what he said. So I tell myself, well, baby, we grown. You know, like that make God understand. God gonna understand because you know we of age. We consistent adults. <laughs> so I don't want to put the pastors out there, but I'm just simply saying that was a conversation someone I looked up to had with me, and of course it. It made me, I had to go back to the word and say, you know what, he can't lead me anywhere because he don't know where he's going. <laughs> and that's what people are not doing. We're, we're not going back to that word. For, th- for those of us who saying that we are of the world, of, or not of this world, but, you know, in our word and so forth, we're not going back there because our desires, and we're all, yep, but we hear it all the time. We're not perfect. Certainly I am in no way perfect. None of us on this phone are. However, your go back to what I said, you cannot you cannot not change if you are seeking, if you are truly seeking God. Whatever is in that word, one whether it's one thing at a time, two things at a time, you are gonna consistently and continually be working to overcome some things. And that's why I mean if you continuously going to that church and I don't wanna make this about church but but we're talking about some things we just got to pull it out. If you consistently going and there is no change, you are not changing. You are continually to desire the world, and you're okay with that. You're okay. You you are, um, gosh, you are in harmony with your worldly desires. It's okay. Oh my! Oh my! Mm. You are in <laughs> harmony with those desires, and if you are, meaning if you if if you if you are having sex. If you were having sex last year and you've been continually to grow in the world and you're not starting to feel convicted by them, you're in harmony with your desires. Mm, that's a book right there. You can write that book, Tammy. You got better out there. You need to be posted on Facebook. I'm going to jump in here real quick. I'm going to read something out of the chat room and then we're going to spin this conversation a little bit. But Someone in the in the chat room uh, wrote, I'm not sure about adults, but I know among my generation, and they put young adults in parentheses, marriage has kind of lost its sanctity. You either have people getting married at 19, 20, 21 and getting divorced two years later, or the ones who feel like marriage is unnecessary or some form of imprisonment. It has lost its sanctity, and it's sometimes, and it seems, excuse me, it, and it seems like now, uh, like, um, uh, Sherilyn said, people just look for someone to pass the time with or satisfy them sexually. Um, and that came from uh, the chat room. And, again, we don't we don't give names um, unless people say that it is okay if they want their name to be said. But uh, that did come uh, from the chat room. We're going to kind of uh, change this uh, just a little bit. Um, and my next question is, if it is okay for women and society to assume that the man will pay on the first date, um, should it be okay for men to assume the same for sex? If it's okay for women to say, oh, yeah, he's going to pay, should that man be, be, be allowed to, uh, you know, assume certain things also? <laughs> well, this is, this is Tammy. Um, I think it just depends. I don't feel that a man necessarily has to pay on the first date. Preferably if if, if I'm going to go out with a man, um, and now this is just me, and I'm just a, just stubborn in my ways and probably too independent for my own, my own good. But with, the, with today's society, 
I feel more comfortable paying myself for me. That's just for me. Not saying that someone doesn't take me out and pay. However, that I'm I'm to the point now where I don't really even want to go out with you unless I really see some potential. I don't even want you to pay for my meal. I don't want you to waste my time, and I don't want to waste yours. But it took me some time to get there. But according to society, it's kind of like that um, where we talk about sex on the first date. That's a stipulation where a woman is a hoe if, if she does. And then when men take us out, women out, it's just part the way the world sees it is the man should pay. But it's kind of taking on this reverse um, twist because in many cases, Men feel like, in my opinion, that after a few days and they've paid for you, particularly if they take you to a five-star whatever, you know, wine and dine you, spend money on, that's next, if not the same night. In my opinion, that's how it's seen in the world today. But to me, that makes you no more than um, back to the horse age. If 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 you got to take me, if you take me out, and I feel like now I've got to do something with you because you spent a hundred, two hundred dollars on me, hey. In that's the case, you need to add some zeros because I'm, I'm worth more than two zeros. You need to add a couple more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. You know, Tammy, I'm, I'm, I'm in uh, agreement with you, and I have set a, again, being intentional about my dating when I choose to do so, and that is this. I would like, you know, if it's mutual, you meet someone and you want to enjoy their company just as much as they want to enjoy yours, I believe in doing Dutch. Um, I present that as an option if the gentleman says, no way, my mama didn't raise me that way, I accept his offer to purchase dinner, but I'm like you at the end, whether you spend $150 or 200 you ate, you know, $100 worth of that, and I ain't got no $100, you know, what contribution right, right. to this situation. Right. So you can't put a price tag on it. So, again, if you have the agreement going in, let's meet for coffee. Let's just, you know, I'd, I'd like to spend some time and get to know you. Um, my expectation is not that you, you know, treat me to dinner or anything like that. I, I think it's important. We're not talking enough. We're not having those conversations. And, again, with the uh, if we use the standard of the world or if we use whatever that person's last experience was, if he slept with us because he spent $120 on dinner, then he, that might be his expectation with you. It might not. I've not had some things happen to, some, to me the way they've happened to my girlfriends, and maybe it is because of the way I carry myself. I don't know. But you can make a lot of assumptions, so I try to give my disclaimers up front because I don't right, want you to right. misunderstand what this is. This ain't that. <laughs> And I think we all should do that. And, and uh, Corey and Sharon, we're going to have to let you guys go out because we got the phone lines have blown up. We're going to pull some more people in. I think we should all just be as honest as we possibly can up front, you know, in the beginning. Because women don't lay down with these men on the first night, first week, nine days, and you've not said, hey, I want a relationship. This is what I want. Men the same. Don't lay down with them if you know. Without saying, look, we're not going anywhere with this. This is just a, this is one night stand. This is, as we said, a booty call. Uh, if I change my mind later, I'll tell you. But for now, and if you if you lay down, man or woman, then don't get up with expectations that have already been made so clear. If you gon if you gonna be that, be that, and deal with it. So, well, we thank you guys. We're gonna. 
if you don't mind, select the number one as we take you out of queue. Select the number one again that way. If you do uh, want to come back in later on during the show, we can pull you back in. But we're going to go ahead and pull you out so we can take another caller or two, and we're going to get um, the chat line and Facebook comments in as well. So thank you, guys. Great comments. Great conversation. Okay, let's pull in uh, 901 area code with the last four digits of 7098. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hey, this is Leslie. How's everybody doing? Hi. Good. How are you, Good. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I just wanted to comment on, well, I guess what you just asked about the um, should men, like, you know, expect sex if women expect them to pay on the first date. And I say as far as paying on the first date, I mean, if you're a woman, you shouldn't, or my parents always taught me, you know, never go anywhere with anybody without any money. I just feel like if you ex- if you expect a guy to pay, then, okay, I guess if that's how you feel, but you should always bring your own money just in case, and then I guess figure that out when the check comes. But I don't think it's right to um, assume that he will. I guess it's kind of like the old-fashioned thing, and I guess that's why most women feel like, well, he should pay, you know, because he asked me out. But as far as men expecting sex, I don't think that's right either, but I think truthfully, and, well, among people my age anyway, I'm 24, um, most guys, I, I won't say that they expect sex on the first date because they will, like, call you a hoe or whatever. But... They feel like if they do enough of a certain thing or do something enough times, that it's about time that you should give them sex. Like a lot of guys think, well, if you live on the other side of town, like if you live 45 minutes away, you ask me to come over at 1 o'clock, you know, that's all we're about to be doing. Or if we go to a restaurant and they pay however much for the day, $200, then it's just, I mean, you know, that it's like a no-brainer. Yeah, we about to have sex because I spent this much money. I mean, it's kind of sad, but and I don't think it's right, but I think that it's like that most of the time, at least for younger guys. Leslie, do you feel that women most, most and I'll say young girls in your um, age range, do you feel that if a guy takes a, a young girl out and spends a significant amount of money on her and significant, you know, to the eyes of the beholder, whatever you may think that is, do you feel that young girls feel more compelled to have sex with them or do you think that they will have sex m- more quickly um, with that person if they've, you know, taken them out a few nights and spent quite a bit of money on them, say, you know, $100, $200 a night or something like that, 50 I don't know. Do you think that those young girls will uh, engage in sex more quickly? Um, I can't, I can't really say, because I'm not sure, um, you know, what, what other, uh, young girls think about it or feel about it, but I say, for one, I mean, if you're going to spend that much money on somebody on a date, then y'all should either be together or you should be, like, mm-hmm. really seriously feeling them on a level that has nothing, or maybe not nothing to do with physical, but it should be way deeper than I'm doing this so we can have sex. I mean, if you're spending however much money on just somebody because you want them to give it up quicker, then you're probably wasting your money and your time. And if you're a young woman and you feel like, oh, well, he did this, so I probably owe him this, then you you need to check yourself too because it's 
it's always up to the woman, and I don't think you should ever um, let anybody sway you into feeling like you need to give them something just because they did something for you. I think a lot of um, young girls struggle with, um, I guess, I guess self-respect and, and knowing their worth because, like you said earlier, Tammy, like it's, it's, it seems like it's all about sex now. Sex is everywhere. It's like on TV, you know, in music. Like you just, you can't not. It's like sex tips in like girl magazines and stuff. So it's, I mean, you can't really escape it. So you grow up you in know, society and you see your friends doing it. And, and I guess you, I guess young girls seem to feel like, well, at some point it's about time that I start doing it. But maybe if I get this first, it'll be okay if I do it. So I don't, right. I don't think that's right. But what you said that is really powerful uh, about the the money, spending the money, because my motto is this: it should it should get greater later. That that mm-hmm. means this: if I meet you, we go out. I shouldn't expect you to go spend a hundred, two hundred dollars on me. In my right. opinion, it should be McDonald's, KFC, because. When you begin to love me and care about me, that's when you should want to do more and more for me and and make sure that I'm whatever. But when you're meeting someone and times are hard today, it takes it takes two for the way that the world uh, encourages us to live. I think we make that choice to live that way. However, but to for a woman to expect a man to just go out and spend a hundred dollars or fifty fifty dollars on her. Every time they go out, I mean that's crazy to me. And again, yeah. if you're wanting to, if you meet someone and and they're wanting to spend that much money on you the first night, you probably could better believe that they're going to be expecting something here shortly. Right. And that's in my opinion. You should start out spending twenty dollars. Go to two 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 meals for twenty dollars, whatever. Um, <laughs> because it should get greater later. Because if we fall in love, if we have a relationship. To me, that's when you start to do, that's when you buy the bigger gifts and you do the things that really matter and that people will remember for a lifetime, if you can, if you can. Right. But a lot of people are buying sex, and women, if if people are buying sex, you might as well go ahead and turn it into the real deal. I'm serious. If you're going to make the money off of it, make the money off of it. Don't go for the short change because you still are what you are. If you're doing it for $100, you might as well do it for 1000 or a couple more zeros. That's how I feel about it. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here, and, and Tammy, you, you, uh, you like putting us, uh, us men in the hot seat. So since there's two, two ladies on right now, I'm gonna put both of you in the hot seat. And, <laughs> and, and, and here's my question. So, I, I think that, I think that we can all agree that, you know, um. It is definitely frowned upon um, if a man, um, you know, takes a woman out and he's thinking, you know, if I spend X amount of dollars or because I'm paying for dinner, then you owe me sex or, or whatever the case may be. I think that, you know, that that is definitely frowned upon um, by most people. I mean, we even have a, uh, a comment in the chat room. Um, that says, you know, it depends on who asks who out, and no man should expect sex under any situation, no matter who pays pay for what. Um, but here's my question. So it it is viewed as wrong because, you know, you 
if we're trying to establish a relationship or build a relationship or get to know each other, uh, it, it, it is viewed as being wrong because, you know, I should not expect sex uh, for, you know, for money. Um, you know, so I'll I, I buy you this or I'll pay for this. So, you know, I should not expect um, sex in return. But what do you say to the women um, who that's the only way the man can get the sex? And, 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 I'm, and I'm not talking about young women. Uh, uh, or or older women, I, I think um, you know I've seen it across the board where um, the man cannot get the sex, and, and and I've seen it in situations where uh, the people are married or they've been in a relationship for a couple of years, where the woman is 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 holding back or, or refuses to you know have sex with him until he spends X amount of dollars or until you know, Valentine's Day when he showers her with gifts or her birthday or, you know, he has to go out and spend all of his money. What do you say to those women? I say exactly what I said. If you're going to be a whore, be, get paid for real. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it's no sugarcoating. If you're gonna, if that's what you are and if you if you don't settle for, uh, let me see, what's the word? Give me a purse. Don't settle for a coach or whatever the newest one is. Don't settle, you know. Don't settle for that. Don't just settle for one, and then he get he he gets to get you, because again, it is what it is. Call a spade a spade and put it back in the deck and play it. I mean, really, that's it. Just amounts up to that. You are what you are, and no matter if it's the first night and you did it because he bought you spent a hundred dollars on you, or it's ninety days later and because he spent five six hundred dollars on you. Okay, now it's okay for me. For him to get it, you might as well go on down on Lamar for Memphis and let somebody roll through this just coming through town on one of those business trips and it give you some a few more zeros. Seriously, because you are what you are. That's my opinion. Uh, and a lot, you're right. A lot of women live in this superficial world. Um, they want those things. They want to be able to go back and tell their girl he bought this purse for me or he took me here. But they don't tell you where they caught him at a few nights ago or couldn't get a hold mm-hmm. of him for a week. They don't tell you that. Yep. So a spade is a spade. Like I said, play it and put it back in the deck. I think any woman who feels like she can give it up after she gets a certain like amount of money or however many gifts is somebody who probably – has all failed relationships or, I mean, it can't be a healthy relationship or a healthy marriage, and they probably don't really know what real love is because if you're just giving it up based off of, well, however many times he does this or when when he buys me this, then you can't really be concerned about how he feels about you, you know, in you know when it comes to like a soul level and you Clearly, she don't care nothing about him. She just cares about what he can do for her. So, I mean, those type of women, I, I mean, they just end it for certain things, and they they going to end up alone in the end. So, this, I mean, it's just bad for them. And somebody just said in the chat room that if a guy finds himself with somebody like that, then he needs to respect himself enough to dump her and find somebody else. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, that is true, and, and, and that's the way that I – I would handle this situation, but I think a lot of times, um, you know, we, we we look at the guy 
Um, and I think that going back to this double standard, you know, if if a female gives it up on the first night, yes, we view her as a whole. You know, the guy gets off clean. Um, you know, or if, if a guy is sleeping with ten women, you know, he's applauded. If a female is sleeping with ten guys, you know, she, you know, her name is just dug to the mud. She's the worst person to ever be born. And I think that in this case, uh, I think the hypocrisy flips because I think a lot of times, like, we look at the guy as the bad guy in these situations. But there are there are plenty of females who um, is the way that that they are in relationships. Not every female, but I but I've seen um, a lot of females who are like that. You know, the guy, um, you know, the guy is trying to get his groove on. You know, he's trying to you know uh, have sex with with this woman, and it's not happening until you know he he does certain things. And I think that. Um, you know, that's where, um, you know, there's kind of a double standard here because, you know, basically if you're paying for sex, it's called prostitution. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that it is, um, I guess, as popular, um, you know, to, to point out the woman's flaw in these sort of situations like it is the man. Well, great comment, great comeback. <laughs> um, Leslie, anything else from from you? We have another caller. If and thank you for your comments. I think you're a first time caller, right? Yeah. Well, I, I've caught him once before, and I just listened. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, well, you you got um, I must say, you uh, you are blessed. You have a a wonderful young. Man, and I'm so proud of him and you. Um, Aww, I won't think. I, I really am. I mean, he has he made a great choice, and so did you. And so he made a choice. He respects women. Um, so you have nothing to worry about. And when you do, you come get me. <laughs> we'll go get. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you But again, you guys He is a, a, a perfect gentleman Who respects women um, Clearly and, and honestly uh, And I don't think he'll Mind me saying Because he said it on, on the air once before That uh, he was One of those men who decided to Practice celibacy No sex for him Because of what was going on in the world The 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 nature of women What it had become and a great number of men, young and older, are saying that. And that, mm-hmm. my women, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That The roles have totally reversed. That is a problem. And we're passing yeah. it on to our young girls. So thank you again. We're going to take another caller. So if you select the number one as I pull you out. And for those of you who are still in, um, still listening and you've come on, Go ahead and select that number one so your lights will turn off because there's so many lights on. It's really confusing me. So thank you again, Leslie, for calling in, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay, let's let me make sure here. Um, I just lost, I think I did just lost one of our callers. <laughs> yeah. It happened. Okay. Yeah. All right, I did. Okay, anything in the chat room? Um, no, uh, uh not recently, no. 
Um, I think okay. uh, I think Leslie read the uh, the most recent comment um, in the chat okay. room about um, you know uh, that the guy needs to respect himself and dump her and find a lady. Uh, but Leslie read that one. And that's something. Our listeners are, are are helping us out in the chat room. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's then um, I did I did I did post uh, one of the comments. Um, no man should expect sex under any uh, situation, no matter who pays for what. And a friend of mine, I'm not sure, um, you know, if, if they're um, listening or not, but um, she did say that's how it should be, but it's not how it is. And, right, right. you know, I think, that, I, I think that we all agree with that. Okay. Well, let's take another caller. And if I if I disconnect you, I'm so sorry. Um, we did lose one, and I think that was my fault. We have a call in now from 808, area code, with the last four digits of 1613. Caller, thank you, and you're on the air with us. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Rodney. This is Val. Hi, how are you? Hey, Val. How's it going? What's happening? What's happening? I just want to throw my <laughs> on Rodney's question about uh, if a man should pay for dinner, is it right to expect them to pay? And I also embellish that a little bit. Now, uh, from personal experience and from experience with friends, I have the experience that uh, I've seen a married couple. And years on down the line, this married couple, they went through this bad period of time. And you know what? When both of them went through this bad period of time, they both rushed to the bank. Or who was going to get to the bank first to get the money? And I just found it hilarious that they both did this. Like, y'all been married all these years. Y'all love, love, love. But both of y'all rushing to the bank to see who can get there first to get that money out. Now, how oh, yeah. this ties back into the beginning, <laughs> the first date, who's going to pay? Okay, so we're both sitting at the table, and here it is, the check has come. Now, I within my own self know that I have the money in my pocket to take care of this. I just want to see where this man headed at. I want to see if he's going to look to me to support him. Or I want to see, you know, versus with his character in so many words, especially considering that uh, I myself personally, I consider the man to have to be the head of my household. So I want to know if you can hold me down. Or I want to know if you're just going to look to me always to hold the situation down. Or if we're going to come to a mutual agreement in between and, hey, you pay for this and I'll pay for dessert. I want to see how he's going to react. So all that in initiation to it all, believe it or not, that plays a part as into who this man is going to be for your future. You know what I mean? If you're looking for a future. Now, if you ain't looking for a future and you just dare to get it then, or, hey, whatever, you can go ahead, you can pay because I already know what's going to go on tonight. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, in uh, in another standard, you know, in it all, it does, it defines the nature and the character of a man. It tells me who I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? In the same matter, it tells that man who he's dealing with. I'm going to offer, but naturally so, I want to see if you're going to hold it down as the man because you are the head. Now, everybody knows without the head, the body cannot function. That's naturally as well as spiritually so. You know what I mean? So I kind of, you know, take it into that. Now, let's take it on to the future. Say, uh me and this man, we go to a store afterwards, like uh, Tim said, a coach store. Say this man decide he want to buy me a $300 purse. I have not asked this man to buy me a $300 purse, but he took it on the initiative on his own to go and buy me this purse. Guess what? That's on you because I ain't told you you're going to get the goods just because you bought me this purse. You just chose to believe in your own head that if you bought me this purse that you was going to get it. So that's something that he got to deal with. 
Does that make sense, or do I sound wrong? Okay, I have a question for you. I have a question oh, for you. Oh, I was about to ask a question, it, too. Go ahead, here is, here is where, wait a minute, because um, here's where I got to jump in here, because now me being raised like I was raised, uh, you go take, you get it back. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> you're, right. is, but, but, yeah, but, but again, so, this yeah, is just going back to my old school but yeah. yeah, but but yeah, but there are for me. If I'm not dating, if I'm not in a relationship with someone, and he takes it upon himself to go buy me a three hundred dollar purse. Now, one, I'm thinking something wrong with you, and either later on, if I take this purse, I'm I'm gonna be dodging some bullets or some licks somewhere down the road. Something if I don't give it up to you. So That's me being raised <laughs> the way I was raised. If a little boy back then or whatever, he couldn't give you much of anything. And maybe that was not the right, right way to do it because, again, at this point, I think I'm far too in, too independent for, for most and many. However, in my opinion, he would have to get that back. He would have you take that back that it's not, again, because I think it should be good, greater later. Say that person when I become your wife or we, or we are really in a relationship. Say that for our first anniversary. Save that because I don't want you coming back over here thinking anything because you got because of this purse. That's just that's just me. And I think women we should raise our our daughters up. Men should be in the household to say that because the natural tendency of a man because they know the game is going to say, oh no, baby girl, daddy will get that for you, and when your husband will get that for you later. But women today because we're so superficial, many of us. And want those things, and we take. I think we accept those things as uh, some type of um, glory. I think to say, "Oh, he he wants me, he likes me, da 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 da." But like Corey and the other guys will say, they will hang in with the game. Now, some of them might not buy the coach purse because they may see that they don't have to buy the coach. They can just take you to the mall and buy you a shirt. But the end of the game is the same: is they win, exactly. they score. Exactly. And, you know, like even with that, you know, like you said, you know, there's a lot of superficial. So with that, you know, you got to you gotta remember not everybody that's coming into a thing with, you know, the person of interest is in it for love. That's just point blank, period. You got a lot of people, everybody have their reasoning. Like uh, I think it was Corey he mentioned earlier, people form a team. This person might be coming in because this person gives them great conversation or uh, on the other hand, this person always pays their bills or, you know, this person is the one that knows how to sex them the way nobody else could sex them. You know what I mean? So you got to take that into accountability too. Not everybody is walking around and have that right standard of mind frame when they go into a thing with a person. That's why I say, you know, it goes back to the judgment from the beginning of the first date and you get to know that person. Right, right. Rodney, you had a question for us, a comment. Uh, yeah, and I, you know what? I didn't write it down, and I, and I actually forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> but, if it but if it comes back, I'll, I'll definitely ask it. I, I didn't write it down, and I forgot it. <laughs> okay, well, can, let us reverse the question then. Let us reverse uh, the question that Val posed. Um, what would your father to a, to a daughter who is, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, whatever, um, or 22 and add her own, and she says, Dad, you know, I met this guy, look what he, he bought me, um, and say it's a week, two into the relationship. What are your initial thoughts? What's your? Do you have that conversation with your daughter? If so, what is it? What would it be? 
Um, well, again, I, I think it goes back to, to education. And I think that if you raise your children, granted, there, there's no one correct way to raise um, a child. But I think that if you raise your children, um, you know, to have high standards, uh, you teach them to respect themselves, you know, you give them morals and values, uh, which has kind of gone out of the window. But, you know, if you do those things, um, I think that your child is probably not going to accept that. Um, if that were my daughter um, and she and she chose to accept it, um, I would sit her down and I would have a conversation with her. Um, I can't say whether or not I would make her give it back, but I would educate her and let her know, um, you know, typically people don't give gifts like this when you first meet them. Um, and, and, and it's kind of dangerous to, uh, to accept a gift because you don't know what's behind a gift like this. When you first meet someone, um, the very first thing that you're attracted to is their physical appearance, and then you start to get to know them. Well, how do I know that I want to spend $200 on you? How do I know that I want to spend $300 on you? I, I work very hard for my money, so I'm not just going to take my money and, and and just buy expensive gifts uh, because one thing you cannot buy is love. You can't buy somebody's love. Uh, I think that we think that we can, but you can't buy people's love. Uh, you you can you you can buy you can you, you can buy them uh, you know for for a couple of minutes you know hey I'm you know I'll spend I'll spend a few dollars um, and then the person may you know hang out with you for a little bit but you can't. Um, you know, you can't buy people's love, and I and I think that you know I would try to you know have that conversation uh, with my child because I think one thing that we fail to do as parents, um, parents fail to educate their children. Um, mm. Parents don't parent anymore, um, and then the parenting that we see today is not the parenting that we saw 20 years ago. Um, the way that kids talk to their parents today, there's no way I would have thought about talking to my mom or my dad that way. So I think that the important thing is to always remember to educate your children. And if they do something that you don't agree with, don't jump down their throat. Don't make them feel like they are the worst person in the world. Because guess what? When you, when we were younger, we did stupid things too. Um, and so, you know, we have to remember that. So I think just sitting, I would just sit my daughter down and I would have a, have a conversation with her and I would let her know, um, you know what it could it could potentially mean, um, you know, down the road if she chooses to to hang on to the gift. Well, Val, okay, um, let me let me yeah, put it I back. I have a comment concerning okay. that. I do, okay, because um, I look at it like this. Okay, I agree with everything that Rodney said, but when it comes to the father time to educate the son, a lot of the time when you have this son come and say, hey, dad, I laid these skins on this, that, and that person, guess what dad said? You go, bro, that's my son. You yeah. know what I mean? And <laughs> that plants the seed right there. You know what I mean? And that's the beginning of it all. Not one time did dad ask, what did you have to do to get this, unless the child just openly told him. You know what I mean? But the only thing dad knows is he got hands, and that's all that matters. You know, so <laughs> that child grows up with that mentality, playing that along the way, telling his brothers, hey, 
my dad told me this is what's up. So now here it is. This one seed that started and this one child and spread to the next and to the next and to the next. And before you know it, you got a chain reaction. Now all these dudes like, daddy said this is what's up, so this is how we're going to react now. And I think and that's kind of what our generation's daddy. up against now. They see huh. daddy living like that. In most cases, yeah, they also see too. daddy living yeah. like that. And mama, too, in, in some cases. Yeah. You know, mamas will tell daughters, you know, I've had the young girl say it. She tells me not to do this with these guys, but every month or so we got a different man staying the night. Seriously. So exactly. we we say one thing, but our lives speak another. And we, you know, could still be those same people who've been busting the church door down for 20 years. You have kids that say she's glory, hallelujah, in the church, but before we get out the parking lot, she's cussing somebody out for pulling over in front of us. So, again, Corey posted out there about raise the children up how they should go. But, again, it goes back to the best way to raise a child is to live their life, not to allow them, your young girl uh, seeing you have man after man coming in with gifts, and they stay a night or two here or there. Fathers, not to allow you, you know your young boys to see you misusing women as well, using sex or, or buying things to get sex, you know, whatever the case may be. It, it's it's got to just become the life we live. And if you don't want it, then don't don't bring the kids into it. And don't bring don't bring the lives of people, male or female, because when you when that this in my opinion what's what's hap some things has happened or something's happened with the relationship apart. So many people are broken and hurt because of lies. Because some people will make you think that, hey, I want this relationship, I want this with you. They will lead you on. And then you have all these feelings from before, you've been hurt, you've been broken, no father, no mother. This is men and women because there's, there's broken, just as many broken men out there that have no guidance, nothing to go by. So we're living this lie, and it's, it's just this triggering effect. It just keeps going and going and going because no one will say, like your book, Rodney, tired of being black, you say in there, you're tired that people think because you're a black man you should have three, four baby mamas. Child support going here and there, in jail one or two times, you know, but you've made a choice. That's not the role I choose to take because that's not what I want for my life. So it goes back to what's your why? If you're a man, why are you okay with sleeping with woman after woman after woman after woman? And if you're a woman, why are you okay with sleeping with a man after man after man for a dinner or two, for an outing or whatever? Why? Because it goes deeper. But Val, you have a daughter. I was going to ask the question. You have a daughter. And let's say, as a mom, she comes home with that three, $400 purse. What do you tell her after I'm a beat her. Date? <laughs> I'm a beat her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a beat her. I'm a beat her. With the purse, right? <laughs> with the purse. We're going to go to his house with the purse, and we're going to leave that purse on the door so you ain't even got to say nothing to him. If you're going to, you feel the need, you got to get that, you know, closure or whatever, but we're going to go ahead and handle it. You know, I just, I know, you're right. It do start with the teaching as far as your actions. That reflect a lot because you better believe that child is more so understanding what they, especially at a young age. Like for me, I have toddlers. 
So my children more so understand what they see me doing versus what I am trying to explain to them. Because I sit there and I go in depth detail. I don't care if they are three, four years old. I would go into depth detail. But when I show them a thing, they'll be like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense now. You know what I mean? So with that uh, being said, I try to install into my daughter because I see the generation of vipers which she is up against. And it seemed like as each generation, as the time gets older, the things in which these generations are doing is becoming vainer. Like now they have this thing now where they set people on fire, and that's cool. Um, The other week I caught my brother playing a game with someone, and it was called uh, Ten Ways to Die, and it was supposed to be funny. Those things aren't funny to me. And so now Mm -hmm. that I see what my child is up against in this world, I realize now sugarcoating stuff with her, even at her age, is not going to work because guess what? If I don't teach it to her, if I don't tell her about it, the world is going to tell about it. And please believe they have no problem installing it into them, into your child, you know? So, Mm. you know, I would, you know, I, I really would, I would actually really, I wouldn't, or maybe, maybe not, but I would have a conversation with her to help her understand, you know, the pros and cons to that situation. Now, as a parent, you want to install the best that you can inside of that child, but it initially, as that child, with them being their own individual, having to make their own decisions and face those consequences themselves in life, it is up to her to make the decision after she has been told what was right as far as what she's going to do. And that's where it all comes into play, everything in that personal choice, just whether you're an adult or whether you're a child. Right, right. Wow, you guys, um, I think we're on to something tonight. It's going to be what's on your mind at least once a month on the Butterfly Evolution Show, don't you think, Rodney? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because there's so many things, even – I still have a list of things that I thought, okay, just in case it's quiet tonight, you know, we can move right to the next topic. I know I have at least ten more uh, to go. And then uh, real quick, you guys, because I know it's 9.53, I want to just just really – I have a a short poem that I want to read that a young girl posted. uh, She happens to be my goddaughter. And she posted something on Facebook, uh, not not on Facebook a lot, but – when she is, it's very inspiring. So I want to read that before we end. I won't do it now. But I also want to tell you guys, if you're in Memphis, surrounding areas, um, every third Sunday from 5 to 7, starting next month, we're going to be at Nukes on Germantown Parkway for open discussion, kind of like what we're doing tonight. You bring your questions with you. You can drop them in the box like we did at the uh, women's conference last month. Um, or you can stand up, pose your questions comment, whatever the case may be, but we're going to be there from 5 to 7. Now, it is RSVP because it is limited seating. And uh, so with the page is out on Facebook. Uh, you can inbox me and let me know. We'll have a sign-in table. Now, if you RSVP and you do not show consistently, then we're taking you off the list. You can no longer RSVP because we don't want anyone to miss this. It's free. We do encourage we do want you to order something if it's nothing but a drink because they're allowing us to have the room um, based on that. So share the word. If you cannot and you have people who are in Memphis that you know, share it on their page as well because we want to fill up the room each time. And, again, every third Sunday, 5 to 7, um, 
and we're calling it Sunset Conversations. Val is, has has just been so wonderful, you guys. She's prepared, um, I guess, the cover photo. She Val is really good with what she does, putting words together and putting uh, cover things like that together. And Val, tell them real quick your page that you have. I'm sorry, and I, I should tell everybody that when so anybody that comes on the Butterfly Evolution show, you guys have a page or something going on. Please share it. And I forget to say that, so please share Tell it me. real quick. Tell, oh, uh-huh. I was gonna say uh, uh, before Val does that because um, I know we usually do this um, around this time. If you are um, listening online, um, uh, the show will uh, continue. Um, by phone. So if you're listening um, online, uh, go ahead and call in so that you can stay with us um, just in case we go past the uh, the uh, the regular time. Uh, just wanted Thank to throw you, it in. Sorry. It's <laughs> always better than once. And it's 818-691-7406. 818-691-7406. So that means if you're listening, I believe by you know if you've clicked on through Facebook as well, we can't see you in the chat line. But if you want to uh, continue to listen because it's nine fifty six now, you'll need to go ahead and do that now. Eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. I need to figure out if it cuts off the people who are listening from Facebook as well because I'm not real sure. But for chat people, those of you who are in, it will cut you off. Eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. You want to go ahead and call in now if you want to continue to listen. We won't stay on very much longer after 10, but it looks like we'll run over again. So um, go ahead, Val, and tell them about the page that you have on Facebook, and uh, we'll try to remember to do that going forward. Rodney, help me with that for the people who come on, because there's so many people doing great things. Okay, I will. Val? Definitely. Um, thanks, Tammy, for even for, you know, even um, acknowledging that, because the things that I do, you know, it's, I just want to tell everybody these are, not things that I'm in business with, but these are things that I do for pleasure, and I just so happen to be good at them. But um, I do have two pages. I have Dear Poesis, which is the original form of poetry, and uh, that's where me as well as other talented artists are consistently posting um, new poetry. It doesn't, you know, we don't consist of uh, one subject type base. It's you know, free will, whatever you feel, or, you know, if you need to pose a question or anything like that, you know, you're welcome to come on there. It is a group page. Um, if you are having problems finding it, it, it like I said, it is Dear Poesis, and you spell that P-O-I-E-S-I-S. If you can't find that, you can definitely contact me on my page, which is Val, V-A-L, last name is Lot, L-O-T-T, and I'll be happy to direct you and send you a link, and you can go from there. I also have a Raw Creations which is what I do, uh, graphics. Um, I do picture graphics as well as I do, um, you know, if you have a promotion coming up, you need a flyer done, I also can do that as well. I have a few of them posted up there. That's a new found group page. Um, Like I said, if you're interested and you, you know, just need a little extra help or, you know, somebody to maybe even just do a profile or cover picture for you, I am all open to doing it. Um, As of right now, I am not charging. I do want to put that out there only because I am not in business yet, but I will be more than happy to help anyone. I will take that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You just let the spirit use you right then. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, like I said, I have no problem being here, but, you know, that's what I have going right now. Yeah. Well, thank you, Val, and she's been wonderful. You you can see some of her things. And if you can't find her, she's on um, all over my page and 
you can find her from my page as well, uh, from the Butterfly Evolution, all of that. So if you can't, send me a message, and I'll just, you know, suggest you guys be friends so you can connect with her. But Val, V-A-L-L-O-T-T. Is it Val is one one L, right, Val? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if you can't find her, uh, send me a message, and I'll just do the su- friend suggestion. Friend suggestion. So, okay. Thank you, Val, as always. All right? Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, Val, representing 757. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is 9.59. Um, so much we did not get to cover tonight, but we will, again, I think we need to um, to do this again, maybe even next week. And, and you guys, um, not sure if we will, but, but just be prepared to for, for that open discussion night what's on your mind be prepared send us some some things if you don't want to come on and share those or if you, you can't listen at night send inbox me i'll be glad to post the question or the comment for you um rodney anything from you we didn't get to talk much about the fatherless people but yeah. all of this <laughs> in my opinion stems from that i really i really feel much much of what is going on has to do with um that head, as, as our last caller talked about, the head, the body doesn't function without the head. And we've become a, a, a world and a household, it's a household thing to not have uh, a man in it. There, there are more single-parent homes were ran by women. And I just think naturally we are emotional, not think, we are, we are emotional. I was talking to a friend earlier about her son who's the youngest thing in the in the family, but he's already telling his older sister, you you don't need to wear that. You cannot, you're not, le-. I mean, seriously, they're like many years apart, and he's young, but, and I was telling the mom, he's he's right. It's, it's, his, it's his job. A man will, will control the house, so he will tell his daughter, and sometimes the daughter won't even go there because that man is there, because that father is going to say, no, whereas sometimes we as mothers, we try to be a little, we're more, you know, we're a little bit more emotional. We try to appease to the children's emotions and be their friend and all that kind of stuff, where a man will be, just be like, uh-uh, not happening, go change, case closed, and then will come in and tell you stop buying it, and and he should. So I think a lot of this is stemming from fatherless, uh, a fatherless world, so to speak, and that's what mm-hmm. the sex is getting us. It's getting us children who don't don't have a clue who their father is or where their father is. But men, regardless if you got it on the first night and got the baby or through marriage and got the baby or 90 days later, you have a responsibility to that child. I don't care what your relationship is with that mother. You have a responsibility as father because every person wants to know Where did they come from? How that person looks? Who is he? Who is he? Because again, men are designed for the head. So there's just it's so much, you guys. And I, I think, Ronnie, we may should do. We probably should do this next week. You want to do this one again? What's on your mind? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm with it. I was just saying, let's shoot for that and. Um, Try to make it work. If you so. if you are listening, uh, 
send us uh, uh, whether uh, whether it be uh, via Facebook, uh, text, email, whatever. Uh, send us different things that um, that you would like to hear us talk about, or you would like to hear us address, uh, because we all have opinions about about everything. So, uh, and this is a safe place to come on and and, and share your thoughts and your feelings. And remember, everyone is anonymous, with the exception of Tammy and myself, <laughs> unless uh, you, unless you give us permission uh, to uh, share your name. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah. I, I, I would like to uh, hear hear uh, people's thoughts. So uh, from now until uh, next week's show, uh, send us things that you would that that you would like to get off your chest. Right. And, you know, right now I want to say this, too, just feel led to say it. You guys, when we do these shows, for me, it comes from a place of mistakes, of pure tired of being tired, sick of going through the motion every day, pretending to be happy, full of life, knowing who I am, knowing what I want, confusion, 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 that stemmed from childhood on. Some things I put on myself, some things I had no control of, but I tell you what I found out, that I did have control over tomorrow, my right now and my tomorrow. No matter where I came from, no matter what I did yesterday, no matter what someone did to me yesterday, I clearly have a choice to make today that will make my tomorrow mine. My choices, my thoughts will lead me where I want to go and where I want to be. So just ask yourself that. Is what, if, what you're doing, is it working? If it's sex on the first night because you want a man or you want a woman or you don't, and you still feel empty and alone and without, is it working? Because if you're going to feel empty and alone and without, you might as well try a different way if it's not working that way. Because if you're getting it, and you still feel alone, something's wrong. And in many cases, that's just what happens, especially for women. can't speak for men. But there are many women who lay down night after night, man after man, and they still feel even more lost. So what's your why? Whatever you're doing, why are you doing it? Why? And if you're a mom or a dad, what are you teaching your kids? Because believe me, they are looking, they are listening, they are learning, and they will do. Maybe not exactly how you're doing it or what you're doing, but believe me, they are looking, they are calling us hypocrites. It's making them angry. It's making them make decisions that they don't want to make. Look at what we're producing. Look at what's going on in this world today. So that will be my ending. Um, if since we have so many people, and I promised this little baby that I would read this, um, and so Rodney, if you don't mind, will you give some words while I find this, and I'll end with her uh, poem. Absolutely. Um, I think that it is important to remember that we all have. Uh, different beliefs. We're, we all come from different backgrounds, uh, different cultures. Uh, but you have to figure out what respect means for you. 
if respect means um, that you don't give it up on the first night, uh, you do wait a while, uh, whether you uh, try to approach it from the, from the Christian standpoint and, you know, wait until you get married or, you know, or if you decide, hey, you know, um, you know, I'm going to live my life, you know, this way. And uh, when I get to a point where I'm ready to uh, share my body with uh, this man or this woman, um, you do that. You just have to figure out what respect means for you. You have to be in control of your life. You have to be the person making the decisions for your life and know why, know why you are making them. Um, you should never do anything without a reason. Know why you're doing Know why you are doing it. And be honest with yourself. Don't be in denial. And the last thing I will say is this. Um, I've been teaching for six years now. And the way that I teach my students is this. I always start off modeling for them. Whatever it is that, that I want them to do, whatever it is that I want them to learn, I walk them through the process of learning. Every time, you know, I introduce a new topic, new objective, I walk them through the process of learning this new objective. Where the only thing that they're required to do is to just watch me. They don't ask questions. They don't make comments. Their job is, is to just watch me. And then the second phase of that learning is the guided practice where we do it together. So now they are asking questions. Now there is a dialogue. Now they are collaborating with, with, with their peers. And then the next part is just for them to do it themselves because that will show you how well of a teacher you are. That will show you how well of a parent you are. If you don't like certain things, I, I, I hear, you know, women say, oh, my, my, my baby is donor. Well, you lay down with him. So you can't walk around, um, you know, saying bad things about people that you gave probably the best part of your physical being. You gave that to this person. So if you don't like the way that that person chooses to live their life, guess what? Don't raise your son to be that way. Don't raise your daughter to be that way. Raise them to be to be a better person. Raise your children to have a better life than what you had. And that those are my final words. Sammy, are you ready? I am. I am ready. And I also want to uh, give a shout out to. Um, Sherilyn's page too, so I'm going to do that as well because I have I have failed to do that the last two calls to tell people to to uh, promote their businesses. So this is uh, from Jolie Beard, um, and she randomly posted this and sent me a message asking me to read it, and I did, and I thought, oh wow. And she calls it a voice, and it reads, a voice. A voice isn't just used when one is trying to say something. A voice is a choice, a choice to change the world, positively or negatively, with or without knowledge. Which one did I choose? What was my choice? My choice was to impact the world positively by reaching out to people and telling them it's going to be okay, by telling them God is with you. 
He's with me. He's with everyone, even the people who decided to betray him over a thousand times. My choice was to help the ones who needed it, the ones who needed a voice, a voice telling them that God forgives, that he doesn't put you down on what happened in the past, that he isn't upset for you not having faith in him, a voice. A voice isn't just speaking words. A voice is speaking life, speaking life into others so that everyone, including yourself, won't be simpletons to this stuff, to these churches, to these Bibles, and the lessons within them. A voice. What will you do with your voice? And that is Jolie Beard, and she's in the seventh grade. So that's her voice. Powerful. I'm going to post that on my page, and I think I did already, but I'm going to repost it as well. Okay? And I want to, last thing, you guys, I want to make sure that I get Sherilyn's a Circle of Life, uh, Sherilyn Payton, and I wanted to give her information out. So Circle of Life, and we'll make sure when she listens next week that we give that out. But if you can't find her and you want to, uh, women, if you want to, Sign on that page, men as well, but A Circle of Life is the name of it. And Sherilyn, S-H-A-R-O-L-Y-N, Peyton, P-A-Y-T-O-N, will get you to the Circle of Life page. And you may want to just say that you heard about her through the Butterfly Evolution Show so that she'll know to accept you and direct you to the right page, okay? So uh, that being said, we've gone full over. Rodney, anything else from you? That is all for me. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a great show. Yes, it has, and we'll be back next Monday, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. And as always, um, we try to, I try to end, we try to end with honoring one of my favorite listeners. She's my cousin, family member, and it's so hard sometimes to get family to follow you, but she has been one of those ones who's been on from the beginning, and there are many times – I log on, and she's already out waiting. And so to my cousin in Atlanta, thank you, thank you, thank you for the love and support because if we can't have family support us, what will we expect or can we expect from the world? So hats off to you, and I always try to end with her favorite song, and this is it. So you guys stay tuned, listen, and as you listen, just remember this is for Diane.